Okay, first things first, a little bit of the... That looks so tiny in your hands. These bare paws. Let me go ahead and... Definitely looks like I'm not wearing pants. Or He's shorts. not. Sitting over there in his undies. Look at these yams. Don't look at them. That new Bad Batch shirt. Five dollars. Insane. So, welcome to another episode of Anime Autopsy. This is episode 28. We're still in Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1. This is going to be part 3 of our five-part series. I am the Romeo Stone. This is Peachley. Looking real hot tonight. Looking real pretty. I've noticed that I say my name really quick and it sounds weird on most of these intros, so I tried to like slow it down just now and pronounce every part of it. Fast and weird. Oh, I edit the show, I know I do. <laughs> it sounds like I say a ravioli stone or something, but it's ravioli, the ravioli. Romeo the stone. It's a Spongebob reference, you're not gonna get it. He doesn't get it. No, I don't. <sighs> like I said, episode 28 of the podcast. So this is going to be part three. We touch on season one, episodes 11 through 15 uh, today. But a little housekeeping notes real quick. So subscribe to our new YouTube. This is going to be the hub for everything that we do. Uh, live recording sessions, shorts and videos. And then other than that, the other most important thing would be go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're using and subscribe, hit that bell, give us a five-star review, all of that free stuff that helps us go up in the rankings. That way, whenever you type in anime, before you even finish our name, they're uh, pushing our name first. Other than that, we uh, all of our updates go on my Twitter and then, or the Facebook group, which one, whichever one that you prefer. Links are gonna be in bio for both of those. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We upload those shorts and reels. That's at Anime Autopsy. And if you ever want to leave us a message, we've got a voicemail or an email that you can send that to. So statements, questions, suggestions, jokes, doesn't matter. And then follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash The Romeo Stone. And as always, the logo is made by Blue Room Media. Ask for Brandon, tell him that we sent ya. How's your week? <laughs> I know how your week is, but go ahead and vent your frustrations without, I guess, losing your job. I'm surprised I still have a job. We'll leave it at that. I haven't been fired and I haven't walked out. Well, you've been right in every situation, so it's kind of like, how could wrong? they? I work very hard. And you work outside, so it's extra strenuous, too. Yeah. A lot of your job is outside. Like it's and people office. don't get that. It's office, but you're also outside in the heat or the cold, depending on the time of year. So like you have to like deal with the elements too. Like customers come in and they're like, Oh, it must be nice to just sit in an office all day. No. I am literally probably forty to fifty percent inside, fifty to sixty percent outside. And that depends on the property size and everything too. Exactly. So um it's been hell. We've also got a little boy going to kindergarten, and that's freaking us out, I think, right? He's, oh, yeah. Five-year-old starting kindergarten officially Monday, 
So we haven't gotten there yet, but that's been a weird source of stress in itself. It's just so pure. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. If you can just hold on to that pureness with our toughness. Don't lick me, Dookie Bear. What are you doing? Don't call my child a Dookie Bear. Well, it fits. I could have said Dookie Dog. Oh, Limp Biscuit back there. Yeah, he is. Soggy Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> she wants attention. She does real bad. She's mad because I won't hold her because I have a white shirt on. So It's been good. We've been busy. And yeah, I've basically survived on five to six hours of sleep for like the past two weeks. But I feel great, actually. It's kind of weird. You know what's funny? I've told myself every day this week to wake up early and I've had alarms set for 7 a.m. And I still don't get out of bed till after 8. Because at that point, I'm sleeping so good. Like, I sleep best. Like before Does your watch say that you're in deep sleep right five there? To, I haven't worn my watch since when I did wear my watch. It was depressing to see my results. But I know I'm sleeping good. It was. I get like 30 minutes of REM sleep. That's sad. Oh, God. You would hate mine then because mine's super detailed. And it's I wake got, like, up like six different lot. things of like sleep time. If I wore that, it would probably say, why do you even bother? There's my watch if I like because I got in the green. I don't know how I got in the green Saturday, but I did uh, like on my recovery. And it was like, you're in the green today. Um, if you want to keep up this streak, let's plan your bedtime now. And I was like, we could plan it, but it ain't happening, home dog. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, no. But yeah. All right. Uh, enough about us. So let's jump into episode 11. And if I'm being honest, uh, my brain is like we finished episode 20 today and I can, I could not tell you with a gun to my head what happened in episode 11. So we're, we're about to find out together again. All right. Episode 11, narrow minded Kinto's fight with a curse that is manipulating Junpei goes into overtime. Yuji makes contact with Junpei. Simple to the point. Okay, that's right. June Pace have a character. <laughs> totally forgot about that. You liked him too. I love him. He's he's great, and we'll get to it. But I'm not happy. Yeah, yeah. About it. Yeah. Uh, Nanami easily wins against Mojito this time. Mojito survives and escapes like a little Can snake I just that he is. Say that his name is weird. What? Mojito. Uh, yeah. It's pretty weird. I, 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 is that not an alcoholic beverage? Mm, a mojito? You want a mojito? I feel like I've heard that. But I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. I think it is. If not, I just made myself an idiot on the internet. No, That's there's there's something close to that new. if it's not that. Mojito. Yeah, something. I don't know. Worth a Google. But uh, let's just move on. <laughs> So, it, it, the name makes me want to, like, stress the first three letters. Like, ma. ma you know? Mahito. Ma. But I'm like, ma. is that? That's, uh. It's like Italian for mom. Ma. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ma. I call my grandmother mama, so it's pretty close. So, Yuji bonds with Junpei over a shared love of movies, which was, we talked about it a lot today but this show will make you fall in love with the characters but more importantly it'll make you hate them first a lot of times and then 
it'll randomly have a flashback or something or like a character development scene of some sorts. And then immediately I'm like, okay, I guess I like them now. Yeah. Like they're like, I, I don't know who, who writes the show, but um, it's, they're extremely good about selling their characters to you. But before they'll dig themselves a deep hole and then make you love the character. So over dinner with uh, Junpei's mother, and I love his mom, by the way. She's like the cool mom. So over dinner with Junpei's mother, Yuji tells Junpei that he doesn't want to kill because he feels like it will it'll make him value human life and relationships way less after he does, you know, kill for that first time. So he's trying to, at all costs, avoid doing that. And this scene, like this whole like little pocket of scenes, like at that apartment with his mom and him, made me like this guy, this little emo guy that I was making fun of last week. Considering, you know, Yuji didn't have that with his parents. Yeah. So he's basically looking at that like, this is everything that I wanted and, you know, never had a chance to get, which I, I do hope. At some point, they kind of get into that section. I, I, at this trajectory of the show, I would assume that it's probably going to be a, a season two type of thing. Mm-hmm. But just as a reminder to everybody, we're watching these episodes as we go for the very first time, both of us. So, like, we have, like, we're going to make predictions and we could be wildly inaccurate on, like, what happens. More so. than likely. Every time. But it's just fun to, like, guess. So later that night, after these writers make us love his mom and uh, and Junpei, uh, later uh, that night, Junpei's mother is killed when Gato plants a finger and attracts a cursed spirit or spirits. I'm assuming there's probably multiple. And then the spirits kill Junpei's mom. But Mihito, uh, he comes in, he swoops in and convinces Junpei that... One of his school bullies did this, uh, planning to lure Yuji so that he can get Sukuna on, on their side. So the objective of this like little bad person click is to get Sukuna. So, and I don't know about you, but the brief scenes we've had with him, if they did get him somehow he would probably just kill everybody on that team. That's like his goal. He don't care. No. He don't want to be a part of a team. He is the king of everything. Like, he does not care. Like, unless they, like, unless he has, like, a purpose for them or something, which I don't, I think he would just be more offended than anything, you know? Yeah. So, Yuji arrives at Junpei's school just before uh, Junpei uh, can kill the bully. And that's where that episode cliff hangs out. And that'll put us right into the next one. Episode 12, To You Someday. That sounds like an Attack on Titan title. Right. Oh, just wait until we get a, uh, uh, into next week's episode. Because there's a part one, two, three, and four of something. I'm like, this <laughs> school thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yuji tries to reach what's left of Junpei's heart with both his fists and his words beating some encouragement into him. I like these episode descriptions. They're nice and short. Did you do that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I went through and whacked down a lot of uh, words in these notes. I figured you did. So uh, Junpei fights Yuji using his cursed energy technique, a uh, shikigami that poisons whoever's uh, touched by it. Uh, I don't really remember this fight all that well, if I'm being honest. Do you remember anything like specifically cool about the fight? Yeah, um, Junpei is using the... It's basically a jellyfish shikigami. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't it was remember a jellyfish. that at all. And at one point, he traps Yuji inside of it, and he just like reaches out of it, like oh, you know. Imagine. There's Imagination. No oh, we were talking about two different things. SpongeBob. <laughs> I was talking about the John Lennon song. Imagine. <laughs> It makes me so sad that you do not get my Spongebob references. <laughs> okay, so let's just travel back to seventh grade, Alex. This kid had this Spongebob watch that it was like the Spongebob uh, body on a yellow band. And then you could click Spongebob's body off and then look at the digital face oh, and see what sick. time it is. And then close it back. And I wanted that watch so bad. And I begged for that watch for my birthday and for Christmas. I begged for that watch and I never got it. And I think maybe my brain has, because, you know, we've got kids, so like the kids like SpongeBob. But for whatever reason, since seventh grade, I've just kind of weirdly sworn off SpongeBob. Mm, New SpongeBob sucks. I'll take your word for it. But the only reference that I have for SpongeBob is because I equate it to my brother. And it's the, what's wrong, Patrick? I'm mad. Why are you mad, Patrick? Because I can't see my own forehead. But it's because I think Wes looks like Patrick. (laughs) All right. uh, Back to present day, Alex. Uh, Yuji tries to convince Junpei to come to Jujutsu High with him, telling him there are strong teachers there who can help. So this threw me off because, if I'm not mistaken, I think... It's either Junpei or a character that looks kind of like uh, Junpei in the entrance, uh, the intro or outro piece that looks like he's dressed up in the garb of a, a, a Jujutsu sorcerer, like a like a year one student. I thought it was like a flash that Yuji has. Is it? Like, I remember seeing something like him dressed oh, okay. up as a sorcerer, but we don't get Like in my head, I was like, oh, this is how he talks him into it. I'm like, cool, cool. Because I like this character. I, yeah. But uh, Mahito arrives and Junpei realizes he was being manipulated by him. Mahito turns Junpei into a disfigured monster. Man, I was so upset that scene. Maybe that's why I don't remember the beginning of this episode because. Of that. He looked like the Toad Prince from Inuyasha. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He looked like a hungry, hungry hippo, too. <laughs> they did him dirty. They did him dirty. <sighs> I, I bet he's got his mom in like one of those like little, little turd things that he like strings him down into. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or he's probably got Junpei in one of those. And then, at, you know... At the last couple of episodes, he's going to bring it out and, like, throw him off of his guard or something. I could see it happening. That'd be smart. So, Yuji uh, pleads for Sukuna's help, but Sukuna only laughs because he's a butthole. And uh, Junpei dies, and Yuji freaks out and furiously attacks Mahito. And it was kind of cool, too, because up until this point, we've not really seen him take uh, 
too much damage outside of um, what's-his-face. But uh, his punches reach Mahito's body and soul, causing the cursed spirit to bleed. I don't know how this works, because he's like a curse born out of humanity's hate or whatever. So, like, the way he gets hurt is a little confusing to me, but I'm just going to go with the flow, I We're guess. We're still learning. Yeah. Well, th- this show does do a really good job at whenever, say, like, they're, like, training Yuji or something on a specific topic. They break it down. They break it down, but it's more for the viewer to understand yeah. the rules of the world. Yeah, because we're stupid. Well, it's a very complex world, and we're like, we're just we're not a handful of episodes in. But um, Mahito tries to transfigure Yuji's body, but is overpowered by Sakuna, who threatens to heal him. This was a great touch in this fight, because it could have been like a basic one-two fight, and then like someone would have won or someone would have saved somebody. But um, He's just like, yeah, like Slash. adding this element of Sakuna into it, and he basically, when he touches him, he goes like in into his um, what are they calling it? His, uh, his domain, his I domain, guess. yeah. And he's like, "That is your one and only strike. You do that one more time, and I will hurt you." And then kicks him back out into the world. So, episode thirteen tomorrow. Yuji and Kinto uh, continue their battle against Mahito, who develops his powers in an unexpected way. So Nanami and Yuji, they catch Mahito's weak points and batter him up pretty good. Mahito is basically, he's inches away from defeat. He releases his domain expansion and traps Nanami inside. That was pretty sick. It was cool. All the hands Do you explain? And stuff. Yeah, explain what, what it looks like. A big ball of hands. Like they're like interlocked hands and they're kind of like. It's kind of like a uh, kaleidoscope, it looks like. Like whenever you uh, you twist it and stuff. And then it's like the shapes are forming different shapes, but it's like all hands and fingers. So believing that he is about to die, Nanami reflects on what led him to uh, rejoin Jiu-Jitsu Tech as a sorcerer. And this is the scene where it makes me fall in love with this character. They're so good at it. And, like, Nanami just kind of seems like a stick in the mud at first, really. Like, he doesn't seem like yeah. a main... Like, he's a he's he's a bona fide, you know, badass. But he doesn't seem like he would be a stick-out character. And then they go and do this to us. So he'd been working a meaningless corporate job, which left him a feeling that he had no reason to live. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, like, the character that... I guess I kind of mostly related to actually because of that. Yeah. Like we're joking about it, but it's like, ugh, yeah. I get it. Like this is reality based for sure. So one day he helped a bakery cashier by exercising the curse that was clung to her shoulder. Do you want to explain the kind of like the scene? Because he'd been going into the shop getting a sandwich like a lot to where like a she ham already and knew cheese order. sandwich. And she had this weird. I think he called it like a fly something. It was like a low-grade curse, yeah. but it was enough to kind of like fuck with her. Yeah, obviously. Like I thought about it as like a lot depression, of stress, right? depression, you know, probably some anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's like a lot of people describe depression like or anxiety or like some kind of mental illness like a weight on their shoulders. And it was literally a weight on her shoulders. Literally enveloping you. 
So like he just he basically went like this with his fingers, and then it slashed it out, and she instantly felt She's better. Like, oh my god, thank you. Let me make it up to you. And I'm just, <laughs> she, was, she felt like a child. She's a minor. Well, I mean, what was crazy is that despite that, and he'd seen it every time he'd walked in there, which is probably the reason he kept going back to kind of like sub, like subconsciously make sure she was okay. Well, he said at the beginning, he was like, you know, I didn't really do anything about it because it was such, wasn't really doing much to her and he didn't want her thinking she's some, he's some kind of freak or something. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was a really, really cool scene. Yeah. But it, it basically, so seeing her gratitude inspired him to help others for a living. So he like went back to being a sorcerer because if I remember correctly, he went to jujitsu high and then he left there because of he didn't like it there. And then went to do this corporate job thing for years and then realized, wow, you know, believe it or not, that other place is better. When he kept talking about money, the point where he would say, money, that strong H, I'm like, dude, we get it. How many times can you say money in the following sentences? Money. Money. Wasn't his plan to just make as much money as quick as possible so that he could just retire? And then just not have to worry about anything. It's like, I don't care anything about anything but money. <laughs> so Yuji breaks through the domain. As a result, Mihito accidentally touches Sukuna's soul a second time. Sukuna punishes him by leaving him wildly injured. Like, it took nothing at all. And Sukuna messed him up. And he just had to just do nothing but escape. Like, he was dragging himself through a sewer at one point, just barely making it away. But uh, Mahito escapes. Uh, a distressed Yuji tells Nanami that he had to kill a person today and promised to never lose again. So sad. Rest in peace, Junpei. Oh, what do I got to read that one? <laughs> I don't even know the first word. Kayoto. That's where uh, the other students are from, Kayoto. Well, I know that. Episode 14. <laughs> I thought you already down that. Just get in the backwash, you know. Episode 14, Kyoto Sister School Exchange Event, Group Battle Zero. I was thinking about the outro song being gone. So. Oh, good God. <laughs> I think it's actually this episode it's that they to, play all the new, time new to songs. Time move on, honey. No. No. I, and I should have expected this because all animes... At some point, whether it's in the new season or halfway during or halfway through the first part of a season, they always change the intro and outros and the songs and stuff. But I'm so sad. He's butthurt about it. That they took out that outro song because I loved it so much. I didn't care for it. And they replaced it with this super slow, sad, sappy song. And then they still try to do their funny skit at the end of the show afterwards. No thank you. Honestly, today I watched like five episodes and I don't think I watched one outro piece. I was like, don't need it. Not important. And I just skipped straight through it. So yeah, I'm a little sad. I'm a little upset. It's okay. It sucked. I, no, it didn't. And then the sucks. animation was so cool, too. The animation was fine. The song sucked. You just don't like it because I had a saxophone in it. I don't. Saxophone suck. 
So Gato schemes his next move with Jogo and Mahito. And dude, I wish Jogo died because I hate confusing Jogo and Gojo together. Gojo and Jogo. Like, were they at some point related and then they got horribly transformed into that volcano? I don't know. Maybe. No. Long lost twins, Gojo and Jogo. One of them's just horribly disfigured. Yeah. Gato declares that they will continue trying to find all of Sukuna's fingers to fully release him, starting by ambushing Tokyo Jiu-Jitsu Tech. This plan... Okay. And we, we don't know much about Gato at all, but he has got to be super powerful, right? Can I just say I love it when he says they're trying to see how many fingers he can take? Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and explain that so everybody understands. Oh, because um, I think it was Ghetto who said it because he was mentioning about how he knew that their plan, the um, sorcerer's plan, was to feed the fingers to Yuji, you know, for the Sukuna thing as, as his vessel and then kill him off. He's like, I think they're trying to see how many fingers he can take. <laughs> Mama. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I giggled. I giggled when he said it because, you know. I totally missed that. It's funny. It was so funny. The Kyoto class arrives for the exchange event, and Yuji reveals his survival after two months to his friend's shock, or lack thereof, because he thinks that he's going to pop out of this box, and everyone seems like, oh, my God. But they were arguably just kind of pissed. They were upset. (laughs) So many mixed emotions, and Yuji's like, I just thought everybody would be happy to see me. You died. And then he looks over at the Coyote students, and they're just kind of like, what is happening? He's like, oh, my God, even them. <laughs> oh, they were acting like they didn't really care because they were looking at those dolls and things, and he's like, well, they, they don't even care. Oh, yeah, they, they got their, uh, their gifts. That's right. Everybody got gifts. So the Coyote students on orders of, whew, all right, let me take a little breath before I say this name. On the orders of principal... Gaku Ganchi. Can we just call him Grandpa? Yeah, that's fine. Principal Grandpa. Principal Grandpa. Uh, he plots to kill Yuji, but make it seem like an accident due to him being Sukuna's vessel. So the elders are all about wanting to execute uh, Yuji still. So nothing's changed there. Goju reveals to the Kaito students, teacher Utihimi Lori, that he suspects a traitor is in the Tokyo Jiu-Jitsu Tech's midst. Who do you think the traitor is? Because we haven't found out as of episode 20, because that's as far as we've gotten, right? So who do you think is the traitor? Grandpa. You would be led to believe that for sure. Principal Grandpa. It's either, I think it's either him or... It's going to be someone that we don't expect. I don't think it's that lady. The one that's in the, 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 the red pants and the white kimono or like my kikio running around yeah um i don't think it's her so i think it's either grandpa or that girl um that's all about money she talks about nothing's worth the doing one who uses a gun it. oh the student yeah. okay yeah i guess it could be because she just huh? gives me a weird like bad vibe hmm. i was thinking you know the one who lets uh yuji into the school the one that makes the dolls. I was thinking him. That principal? Yeah. Aww. I, I was thinking him because, like, 
he hasn't actively done anything that would make you feel suspicious of him. So I was thinking maybe it would be him. But it would be in a way where it's like it's, you know, it was it was a decision that I made to, you know, preserve the school. I had to do what I had to do kind of thing. I think it'll be played out like that. Maybe. We'll, We'll see. So uh, that is going to be it for that episode. And we're on episode 15. Episode 15, Kyoto Sister School Exchange Event Group Battle 1. So Yuji and the rest of Tokyo uh, Metropolitan Curse Technical School engage in their team battle against their sister school from Kyoto. However, with the entire Kyoto team against Yuji, will he be able to last with his short training? Yes. So the Kyoto students begin their ambush on Yuji, but flashbacks reveal that the Tokyo students already suspected that Kyoto team would focus on trying to kill him. And this is exactly why the fed um, Gojo trained him in secret after he had died and come back to life. Because he just knew that the elders were going to be up to something. They were going to scheme in order to get rid of him whether it was doing it themselves or getting other people to do it. And this was the perfect opportunity for them to create this like little secret pact and, and make somebody else do it. But they work. It's so political, though. Like the politics there are kind of crazy. But uh, they work to split up the Kaoto students to even the odds. Yuji finds himself fist fighting a surprisingly happy Toto. And can I just say how much I love Toto? This fight between them two is great and i wish i could do like a breakdown of scene by scene but we just don't have the time they're best friends <sighs> they call each other brother now it's so awesome it's so cool i love it uh one of the character students who is against killing him and wishes instead to be friends so he completely turned down uh grand principal grandpa's um request to kill yuji he's like well, no, I'm not going to take orders from you. Like, no. And then he decided that he wanted to go watch his favorite actress in whatever new episode that was coming out of his favorite show instead of continuing the meeting with everybody else, too. He is a oddball, and that's for sure. So Megumi is attacked by <laughs> Nori Toshi? Nori Toshi? Okay, I got this. I'm getting better at this. Cannot wait to do Demon Slayer Season 2. <laughs> while, Kas- while Kasumi prepares to face off against Maki. So, um, I don't know if it's in this episode, but I think it's worth mentioning how Toto and Yuji became best friends. But he basically asked him the same question he um, asked Megumi, which is... What's your type of woman or what, something yeah, like that? Yeah, what's your type of woman? And then he basically said word for word what... He, uh, Toto said a couple episodes back to Megumi and he was just like his head just explodes <laughs> yeah alright that is episode 15 we're going to wrap this up we are going out tonight so we're, we need to beast through this episode and go minute. through we've got one more episode we're going to do we're going to do anime autopsy episode 29 and go through episodes um, 16 to 20 and then we are going out because we have not went out at night in months, probably. We right? haven't went out, period, unless it's to the grocery store or to grab something from a store. 
and like and we've done things, but it's like been at home. Yeah, like, like a New Year's, for instance, was we did it here. Dressed up, went and done anything. I'm excited. That's the only reason why I'm all did up. I'm excited. Yes, we got to figure out what we're gonna do. But yeah, uh, housekeeping notes. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Click that bell. We're doing all of our live streams there. Uh, it's important that you do click that bell because it'll notify you when we do go live if um, if you're not up to date. It's the hub for everything. All of our videos, all of our live streams, all of our shorts are for sure going to YouTube. Uh, the link is in the bio uh, for those updates. You can follow me on Twitter and or uh, be a part of the Facebook group. Both those links are there. Whichever platform that you prefer, go for it. And then take a second to leave a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, whichever one that you use. And then follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Anime Autopsy. Leave us a voicemail or an email if you have any suggestions or something to say, any recommendations, anything like that. Those are below. And follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash The Romeo Stone. And our logo is made by Blue Room Media for all art inquiries. Reach out to them, ask for Brandon, and tell them that we sent you there. But that's going to wrap up this episode. We will see you next week.